Hey, welcome back to the Life Coach Launchpad. My name's BJ, and I'm here every week talking to you about all the online business things that, as it turns out, need to happen in order to have a successful life coaching business. I'm a business coach. I love to help life coaches make more money, get more clients, have more fun, and to do what they love to do, what they're meant to do, and that's coaching. So, let's dive right in. Welcome back. Today we're talking about if, when, how, do do you need AI in your life coaching business? We're talking about can you save time today using tools that are available today? I've spent a lot of time hiding from AI. Perhaps you have as well. ChatGPT was released about November of 2022. And here we are a little over a year later. And I've spent much of that time trying to not trying, but ignoring AI because uh, of the belief that I didn't think that the tools were fully fleshed out and useful for use cases that I have in my business and that and that I can implement in my clients' businesses. I have been feeling that the volume of news articles coming out and what I've been hearing about AI has has caused me to look into it a little harder. By the way, the tools that I'm talking about today are both available in a free lead magnet available on my website. And the tools that I'm covering are only tools that are fully fleshed out, available by the largest, the biggest tech companies out there today. These are not hacked together by any means. I want to move forward by talking about a quote that's common in the AI space, and it's this. You won't lose your job to AI, but you will lose your job to someone who uses AI. And that really matches what I'm seeing out there for AI tools, that they are not replacing my job but they do make me better at my job. So in the free guide available on my website, that's AI for Life Coaches. And what I'm talking about today is that I'm only covering tools that are ready today and useful in a life coaching business. I do a lot of content creation. You can think of me as a chief operations officer that you can hire as a consultant. Historically, there's been two ways that I get work done. One is I do it. Or two, I hire outside experts who do the work. And there's this third option that is emerging, and that is AI. This, it's more gray because a lot of times it enhances the work that I do. It enhances, I don't always ask the outside experts that I hire, well, how much do you use AI? And I don't care because I feel like if they're producing good quality work, then it doesn't matter. But this third option of AI is enhancing option one as I do it and option two as they do it. It is not an option that AI does all of a project or even does all of a part of a project for me yet. And I just need to get into what exactly I'm talking about in terms of tools. There are some tools that are not fully fleshed out. So I'm not talking about, I call them robot coaches, just like you can talk to chat GPT and it will talk back to you. And it sounds like you're talking to a human. Some companies have adapted those to be a coach, to be a life coach. I'm not interested in these robot coaches for multiple reasons. One is it's kind of creepy talking to a robot. Number two, I don't trust their responses. And number three is that that's your job. My job is that I'm here to help you make more money doing that. I'm here to help you make more money as a life coach. So that's just really not helpful. Another idea of an AI tool that's more pie in the sky, farther out in terms of being available is, for example, AI learning how to spot cancer. 
the way that you would train an AI model on how to spot cancer from an image seems very straightforward that you would feed it a whole bunch of images. And for each image, you would have it labeled as not cancerous, yes, cancerous, this type of cancer. And it would be able to figure out what is unique about each image that helps it come up with what kind of conclusion to make. That makes sense. I'm not talking about that because it's not useful for us as a life coach. And, and I don't think it's available today. Something that is very available today, but I'm not considering as I haven't found a way to use it for a life in a life coaching business is chatbots. Basically, you take chat GBT and you give it a little bit more information that makes it customized to your product, your service, and you give it an interface that where someone is able to type into a window where it looks like they're talking to a person or maybe they know they're talking to a robot and, and the AI is able to give very good responses. There are definitely some limitations. I was on Zoom the other week and I had a question about a feature that they had. A little pop-up came in my web browser saying, do you need help? And I started typing in my question and I received much better responses than I feel like I ever have in the past when typing, when talking to a robot on someone's website, they were definitely not canned responses. My question happened to be extremely specific, so they weren't able to get all the way to what I needed, but they did a great job parsing what I was trying to get at. Now, there are also some tools that are very fleshed out and very good at what they do, but they're just not applicable for a coaching business. And that are things like text to image, where you're able to type in a prompt and it will create an image from the prompt. An example of this is say panda riding a surfboard on a wave near the mountains and it will come up with something like that. You can use modifiers such as make it look like it was done by a watercolor or by Salvador Dali. There's a handful of really good, really well-proven generators out there such as Dali, which is by the same company that created ChatGPT. Canva has one. So that's really accessible for anyone with an online business because you yourself probably have Canva or you employ someone who has access to Canva. But I just haven't found a way to use that. Also, really fun is an avatar generator. You input a photo of a human face and it will create a like a caricature, essentially. I mean, there's different versions of it. Some of it will be more realistic and some will be more cartoonish and some of them will accept modifiers so you get to choose what style you're looking for. But again, I haven't found a great use in a life coaching business. All that to bring us to AI use case number one, and that is creating text-based content. If you have dabbled in anything AI, you've probably used ChatGPT or something based off of ChatGPT. And that is what I'm talking about now. And, and that's, I'm talking about it because it is so good at what it does. There's a lot of different ways of using it, but if you know what you want to be writing about, you could say, write 10 bullet points about blank. Now, the whole thing about JetGPT is that it gets smarter and its responses are better with the more information that you give it. So keep that in mind. And I'll, I will say that again, because it is very important, but it will spit out in that bullet point example, it'll it'll give you 10 bullet points. Now, maybe you don't need 10, but you take the ones that are applicable because another thing that ChatGPT is really good at is spitting out nonsense, word salad, a bunch of words that mean very little or are too surface level for what you're looking for, just not hitting the mark. So once you have your bullet points, essentially your outline of what you're trying to write about, then you can say, write an introduction for these bullet points, colon, enter, and you write in your bullet points and it'll spit out an introduction. 
Next, you take your first bullet point and say, tell me more about this thing, this bullet point, and insert it. And then you do that for the next one. If you don't like an answer, you can hit regenerate, or you can give it more information and say, now make it more about this. And lastly, use modifiers. You can say, make it shorter, make it longer, make a certain number of words, another number of sentences, paragraphs. Telling it to use a tone is also really powerful. You can tell it to use a friendly and professional tone, authoritative and informative, urgent and persuasive, casual and conversational. These are all tones that ChatGPT is very familiar with, and it it really changes the feel of what is being written. Okay, use case number one had to be ChatGPT. If you've done anything with AI, you've probably used it. So many tools are actually built off of the capability of ChatGPT. But that definitely brings us to the AI use case number two, and that is brainstorming. And this is powered off of ChatGPT. At the end of the day, what's great about it is that you're never staring at a blank screen again. If you need to write a lead magnet, the way you would think about new lead magnet ideas is what are, tell me 10 problems that life coaches have in their day-to-day business. Now I did that and of those 10, ChatGPT did not say that they need help implementing AI in their business, but they came up with a lot of great ideas that I could have gone with. And what's really great is that you can give it so much information to get better responses. So you could type in an outline of what you're looking to write about, or you could type in a whole document, a whole set of text. You could ask it for a title, ask it for a summary, ask it to rephrase. If you needed it in a different language, it'll translate. Never stare at a blank screen again. All right, we're changing gears a little bit. Use case number three is audio and video content repurposing. I found a really good tool with this. It's pretty exciting that it's so good because you can give it this longer form content, which has more information in it. And the tools that are available today are really good at getting the words from the video or audio and turning those words into shorter pieces of content. I'm using Cast Magic right now. Basically, I input my podcast episode and it spits out the information into different predefined versions. And with it, I can create show notes, newsletters, time-stamped outlines, quotes, transcripts. I can even chat with it about, about the episode. I haven't figured out how to use that yet, but just like you can talk to ChatGPT, I can talk to Cast Magic, and it has all the information that's in my episode. I want to step back about getting transcripts from Cast Magic because that is great. I used to, historically, I would have to send in, I would go to a different website. I would go, I, I used to always use rev.com and they charge you per minute. It was always a reasonable price, but it was about a dollar per minute of audio. And I just checked their website now and it's about 25 cents. So the price went down by three quarters. This is really beautiful because it's an amazing example of a new technology coming out and technology acting as competition and driving down the price. Cast Magic gets even more effective when you use content based off of multiple episodes. I haven't gotten this far yet, but you're able to create content based off of information from it's either five or 10 different episodes, which means that the information that it produces is going to be even more accurate. AI use case number four is image and document editing. This is based off of Canva. I said that I'm only using tools that are available from the biggest tech companies out there. Canva might not be the biggest company, but they are proven in the industry and they have a, they, they're really pushing a couple of their AI tools. One of the tools that I've been using for a while now is the background remover. 
if you have a photo that has a person in it, you can, with just a few clicks of the button, and it will remove the entire background. In the past, you would have had to go gone to Photoshop and use a selection tool to go all the way around your person, and it was extremely time-consuming. It really is a couple clicks of the button, and it's good. Usually, when you're cutting someone out, the hardest part is getting around hair. It even does a good job at that. They have another tool called Magic Expand, is that it will take an image and it will fill in more information if you need to change the dimensions of it. Basically, add in more space. I've used this when I have a, like say, a person in the frame. Like say, I'm trying to produce a really wide image, but I can't stretch the whole photo because then the person takes up too much space in the image. The way around that is Magic Expand. You tell the software to expand the image beyond where the image exists, and it will do its best to guess what is there. Some of it's creepy, some of it is just odd, some of it's bad, but usually it can get you close enough so that you can use it. They also have Magic Eraser, which is exactly what it sounds. For those of you watching on YouTube, can see my microphone right in front of me, and if this was a still image, I could put it into Canva, highlight the microphone, and it will do its best to guess what's behind it. These are tools that I use, maybe not on a daily basis, but I will use them every week, and they definitely supercharge my capabilities. AI use case number five is audio and video editing. This whole use case is a bit of an honorable mention. I don't use any of these personally, but I they're really close to being helpful. So the first function is edit by text, and Vimeo has this, and I've I've read that just Descript has this. I've seen it in Vi Vimeo. It's it's pretty beautiful that when you upload a video, then you're able to edit it. When you pull up the editing video, it'll show the transcript of your whole video. You can delete parts of the transcript and it will delete the corresponding part of the video. So if you're not comfortable with video editing, this is a really fast way to get it done. You can look for filler words, um, ers, whatever, delete them and it'll delete it from the video. A feature that I've only read about as part of Descript is cutting out silences, where if you're looking to release a video or audio of a coaching session and there's some silences for whatever reason between two people talking or within one person talking, this will automatically delete those silences. Descript also has a voice clone where you give it a bunch of high quality audio of you talking. It will learn your voice. Then you can type in what you want it to say, and it will say the words as if you said them. It will create audio that sound like you said it. This is creepy, and I also haven't found a use for my business, but I wanted to mention it because it is, well, this is just interesting. I'm not sure where this is going to go. Buzzsprout is the podcast hosting platform that I use, and they offer podcast audio leveling. If you're listening to a podcast, I think it's really distracting when you hear the volume go up and down as the episode goes on. Buzzsprout apparently offers the feature that will make the whole podcast at approximately the same volume. That is the end of my use cases. So it brings us to the point is, is AI ethical? And my answer to this really is just that you have to feel good about your work. If you were to go in and have ChatGPT spit out a long set of words that you copy and paste into a blog post, chances are the quality won't be very good. It doesn't really meet my expectations. When I'm consuming content from a service provider, I'm assuming that at least the message is coming from them as a human. Perhaps maybe the, some of the wordsmithing was either done by AI or 
or also very likely from a copywriter, but the messaging itself, I expect to be from that service provider. If it's not, then I feel like that is a violation of my trust. So as long as the messaging is you, as long as the feeling and the ideas are coming from you, I think that's okay. ChatGPT has been out for a little over a year, but this is still just the very beginning of AI. Things are going to change. I would love to hear from you to hear how you are implementing AI in your coaching business. And that's it for today. I'll catch you next time.